Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, and you are listening to the Confessions of a Young Doctor podcast, where we are striving for a balance at work and at home so that we can be the best for our patients, our family, and most importantly, for ourselves. Hi, friends. I apologize this week if my voice sounds a little off. I have a really bad cold this weekend. Honestly, it has kicked my butt a little bit. I did end up actually having to take a day off work, which I think this is the first sick day I've taken since I started working. So um, if you know me, you know it has to be pretty bad for me to decide to take the day off. So I am feeling better, but unfortunately I had to (laughs) work this weekend um at my corporate job so i didn't get to rest all that much this weekend so struggling a little bit but i am on the other side of it now and feeling better so hopefully it is all on the rise from here so you know speaking of when life gets a little rough. I wanted to focus this week on some of the tips that I have for getting it all done. Um, And while it seems like our to-do list is never-ending, I think a lot of times people make comments to me like, I don't know how you do all that you do. Um, And I honestly, I mean, I'm not going to say I never feel stressed and there are definitely seasons of life that have been overwhelming, but in general, I don't feel like I'm a super stressed person, um, even though I do do a lot. And I think a lot of the habits and routines that I have built for myself help to contribute to that. So I wanted to take a minute and share some of those with you guys in the hopes that they may be helpful for you. So I personally find that a lot of times I feel overwhelmed or stressed out when I'm trying to remember a bunch of stuff or like I know there's a lot of things I have to get done and I can't do them at the moment or whatever. So I find that just getting it out of your brain and onto a piece of paper or into your phone is super helpful. So I just like quickly jot things down. I have a to-do list on my phone in a note and then I also have a physical planner. So just getting it number one out of your brain somewhere else so that you can look back at it and reference it and I would 100,000% forget things if I didn't write them down or I find myself sometimes being like oh shoot I know that there was something I was supposed to do but I can't remember and that never happens when I write it down so I try to anytime I think of something um, immediately put it somewhere and that just takes a lot of stress out from having to remember things Um, again along those same lines kind of the more that you can take out of your brain when it comes to decision making and like conscious thought the better so um, making anything that's a recurring task part of a routine has been super helpful for me so 
what I mean by that is um, certain things like monthly bills. Um, I either have them on auto pay or I have a set time that I will pay them. So for my office stuff, everything is done on the first of the month. Um, and that's all of my reports and then also my like accounting stuff. Um, I do all of that in the first of the month because I have to do a report to my practice loan every month um, at the first of the month. So that's why I do that then. And then I just have all of my personal stuff. So like my personal credit cards and my household stuff I do on the 15th. So stuff that is the same amount every month I have set up on auto pay and then I just review it once per month when I look over everything um, on the 15th or on the first for my office and then bills that change every month I don't like to put those on auto pay because I like to know um, why they're either more or less expensive so again I re just review them on whatever my set timeline is um, so the 15th for personal stuff, the 1st for office stuff, and then that's it. I don't have to think about it again, and I never worry that I'm going to miss payments or anything for any of my bills because I always just know, like, okay, the 1st and the 15th, that's when I do my stuff. Um, and then also making other things in life like a, a routine, so... Um, on Sundays, that's when I always do my laundry. And then, um, I have like a more in-depth shower, I guess you could say. Um, it sounds kind of weird to say it like that, but I have like a certain body scrub that I use to exfoliate and I do more of my like in-depth personal hygiene stuff on Sundays. Um, and that's just like my normal Sunday routine is like laundry, get ready for the week, do my personal hygiene stuff. Um, and then also I have what I call like my default lunch. So um, I pretty much nine out of 10 days will bring food um, rather than buy food for lunch at work. So sometimes that can be a challenge with packing lunch um, when you're busy, especially because sometimes I am working like later into the night on stuff. So I have my default, which is yogurt, a cliff bar, and then some type of fruit, which is usually like a banana or an orange or an apple. And that's like my default lunch. I always make sure that I have those three things. And it's a good mix of protein, carbs, and fat. And it literally takes no time to prepare. So I just have to grab the stuff in the morning, put it in my lunch bag, and I'm good to go. And it's just nice because I don't have to think about A, what I'm going to pack, and then I don't have to B, physically make it like assemble a sandwich or chop all the vegetables in a salad. And um, that just works for me. I'm not really a big meal prep girl because I don't, I don't know, I just, I've tried, it just doesn't work for me. But having like this as kind of my backup thing when it's 10 o'clock the night before and I realize I have nothing made for the next day. Um, it's just super easy. So just trying to make stuff a little bit more on autopilot when it comes to little daily task things has helped a lot um, because there is something called decision fatigue 
basically when you have to make a lot of decisions throughout the day, um, it really can affect your mental state and especially because of the job that I do, um, orthodontics, you know, every patient comes in, I have to decide what we're going to do at that visit and what their next, you know, six to eight weeks is going to look like before they come back. So it's a lot of decision making. Um, in addition to the average, you know, life stuff like advertisements and what I'm going to eat for breakfast and all that stuff. So, um, I am a very routine person, which some people might think is a little bit boring, but it helps me in terms of cutting down on mental stress by taking out a lot of um, decisions and variation. Um, I know there's like that famous Steve Jobs thing, like he wore the same outfit so that he wouldn't have to think about what to wear every day. Um, same kind of thing, but not to that <laughs> that extreme. Um I found that to be super, super helpful. So if you're finding that you're kind of like overwhelmed, I would say try to make as many things as possible a routine. Are you interested in starting your own practice but have no idea where to start? Does the thought of contracts, entity formation, demographics, staffing, marketing, equipment overwhelm you beyond belief? Well, don't worry, you're not alone. The process of opening a practice is a long one, but there's just one thing you must do first before you even consider any of those nitty gritty steps. Develop a strong practice vision. Having a vision for your future practice provides a guiding light to get you to your goal. And the best part, it's completely free, requires absolutely no contact with any contractors, real estate agents, or bankers. If you're even considering starting a practice, you need to start with your vision. I've developed a quick start guide to help you get the wheels in motion. Click the link in the show notes to download my free guide to developing your practice vision. I'm so excited for you to take this first step. So pause the episode here, download the guide, and start building your dream. When it comes to my schedule, I have kind of a system that I developed to make things seem less overwhelming. So I'm really big into breaking things down into steps or timing in a process. So um, I use a physical planner. I don't know why. There's just something about actually writing things down versus looking at like a Google Calendar Um, or something digital on my phone. I really just like the good old-fashioned handwritten version. Um, But I use a weekly planner so I can look at all of the days built out. And then the planners that I like have a section where you can put like weekly goals. So I always pick three things that I need to get done that week. Now for those three things, they're usually something more broad that doesn't have Uh, a specific meeting or task so for example like for two weeks ago I had on my calendar figure out you know care for the dog while we are away and that's something that you know could involve a couple of steps like talking to my husband about who you know we could 
tap into into our family network and then talking to those family members. Um, so I don't need to write out like all of those steps. It's kind of like obvious to me how to solve that problem or to do that thing. Um, but it's just something that I want to make sure that by the time I get to the end of the week, I have that figured out. So I don't give myself a set like day that I need to do XYZ. I just want to know that by the end of the week, I have it done and checked off. Um, and I will, you know, see it every day when I open my planner. So it's a reminder if early in the week I haven't worked on it at all, you know, it's Wednesday and I see, okay, I still have to do this. And then on the individual days, I will put up to three things that I need to get done. So, and those tend to be more like tasky things. So, if I needed to say return something, I'll say like on Tuesday, drop off return at XYZ store. Um, and that's just because based on my schedule, I know like I'll be in the area near that place and then I can just cross them off as I do it. Or I'll say like, you know, look at this thing on Wednesday and then I'll not worry about it until Wednesday and then Wednesday I will do it. And I try not to put ever any more than three things on a day just to keep it manageable. And then I use my to-do list on my phone, which again, I'm contributing to whenever I have something that just comes into my head as my guide for this. So I consult my phone to-do list and make sure that anything's that is urgent has been added to my weekly planner and divided up somehow over the week. Um, that's just what works for me, kind of breaking things down into smaller chunks and it might work for you too if it's helpful. Um, the other thing that I started doing more recently is looking when I'm super, super busy, looking at downtimes that I have throughout my day and seeing how I can use them as an opportunity. So at my corporate job, we have an hour for lunch and the team over there doesn't really eat together um, anymore. We used to, but the team has since changed a little bit and now a lot of people go home for lunch or go out for lunch. So it's really not um, a social time for me anymore. So I'm pretty much just eating by myself. And if I'm just eating by myself, I don't need a full hour to eat. So I started to get things done over my lunch hour. So um, I would eat, of course, you know, rest a little bit. It's important to have a mental breather in the middle of the day. But then I would like go to the grocery store by there and get distilled water for my practice when I know that I need it. Or I've gone to like the UPS store to drop off packages that I needed to return or Amazon returns. I pretty much always fill up my gas tank up there when I'm working. Um, just little things like that, that I would normally have to make a special trip to go on the weekends or after work. Um, just look at where I have that downtime and see how I can use it as an opportunity. 
um, I'll often also take calls during my commute, either to or from work, because I have a 45-minute commute um, to the other office where I work. So that's like a lot of wasted time that you can use to get little things done. And the more like little stuff that you can get done, I feel like it's usually the little things that weigh you down um, and make you feel stressed out when you have to like go over here and do this and grab that and send this email. Like that's the stuff that tends to get me more stressed out rather than like the bigger things. So finding little kind of pockets of opportunity and time that I can get stuff done has been super, super helpful. Um, And just thinking about efficiency and where I can use that time to kind of get minutes back. Um, Another kind of policy that I have that I think I may have talked about before on a a previous podcast is that anything that is going to take me less than five minutes, I will just do when I think of it. So um, a lot of times sending emails is something that is super quick. Like if I just need to send a response to something or I want to follow up on something and just reach out, um, I would often think of those things at like 10 p.m. at night and then I would say, oh, well, I don't want to send an email now because it's going to look like I sent it at 10 p.m., which is weird. So I will go on and if you have gmail or outlook i'm pretty sure you can do this with pretty much almost any email server but i would just go on write the email and then you can schedule the send so i'll just schedule it to send at 8 a.m the next morning and that way it doesn't look weird um and i can still get it done and check it off my to-do list and things like smaller stuff pretty much anything you can think of that will take me less than two minutes to do, I'll just do it right away. Um, because then it's just done and I don't have to worry about it. So yeah, um, those are just some really quick tip little things that can help to make you feel a little less stressed because it is always nice to be less stressed. So, um, I'm going to keep this week's episode short only because I, can't talk super much with my cold that I'm having. My voice is starting to get a little scratchy. And as you guys know, one of my priorities for 2023 is my personal health. So I'm going to cap it here. And I hope that you can get at least one little nugget from this this week's podcast. And if you're feeling stressed, I would say just think about what you can do and not all that you have to do and see however you can to break it down into more manageable pieces because that's really what it's all about is just getting some type of system that works for you that makes you feel less overwhelmed. So whatever you can do to feel like you have things more under control will really help to take that stress away, even if it doesn't take any extra tasks off of your plate. So I hope you guys have a great week and a stress-free week. And I will be back hopefully next week with more of a voice. (laughs) All right, guys, I will catch y'all in the next one. Bye.